talking CSU with the voice of the Rams, Brian Roth, on the Jim Davis Show. All right, joining us right now, voice of the CSU Rams, Brian Roth. Brian, uh, catch you in the middle of some holiday shopping this morning, my man? <laughs> no, you did not. I, I don't know. My phone was on silent. And it wasn't on vibrate. And I just looked down and, yeah. Sorry about that. Hey, that's My okay. That, that's still in Hawaii time. What are you going to do? That's okay. You're still on island time. That's all right. It's okay. Catch you some slack there. I I know that the trip to the the islands uh, was hopefully going to be much different for for the CSU football team. A heart, you know, field goal late, heartbreaking loss to Hawaii to keep the Rams from being bowl eligible. Yeah, I mean that's about as disappointing as it gets. And you know, you're a favorite going into that game. It's, uh, I get it. Going to Hawaii is not the easiest game to play, and weird things happen out there. But fact of the matter is that Colorado State was a better football team than Hawaii, and, and you go out there and you threw out just an abysmal third quarter where CSU couldn't do anything right, and kind of goes with the theme of the entire season: highly inconsistent, look really good at times, and really bad at other times. And the game was just kind of encapsulated the entire season. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you lose on another last-second field goal. CSU had four games this year that came down to the final play, where the game was not decided till the final play. And they went one and three in those games. And you do that, uh, you're probably not going to finish with a winning record. And, you know, unfortunately, that's the case for CSU. They closed it out at five and seven. As I mentioned, losing on that late field goal to fall 27-24. But but here's a, a bright note, as you mentioned, some some close losses this year, Brian, for the Rams. But a uh, couple guys that are young guys will be back next year to help lead this offense. Braden Fowler, Nicolosi, 317, a couple of touchdowns, did throw a pick in that game. And Justin Marshall had such a, a tremendous finish to the season, 94 yards and a touchdown. There's, there's some good things, uh, some good bones for this house heading into 2024. Well, there is. There's no question about that. We expect Torrey Horton to probably declare for the NFL, which I, I think he will. He's going to go play in the senior bowl, so he'll probably be gone. He could come back, though, if he wanted to with another year of eligibility. But you look at the wide receiving room, it's still pretty young. Uh, Dallin Holker, you expect to come back at tight end. You mentioned Justin Marshall. He was terrific again the other night. And, uh, a kid who <laughs> Ram fans probably didn't know anything about three weeks ago, but he ends up running for over 300 yards in his final three games, and really his first three games, and the Rams' final three games of the season. And Damian Henderson was a four-star kid that they got a solid little time on, on uh, Saturday night in Hawaii, another one of those running backs. They have a very highly regarded running back coming out of the state of Alabama named Jalen Dupree, who uh, our coaching staff is super high on. So the running back room is going to be really good coming up next year. You return uh, three of the five starting offensive linemen. So I think the offense is going to be in pretty good shape. I I do think Braden Fowler-Nicolosi can be the guy next year and and really take that next step. Um, Certainly he's got a lot of things to work on, just way too many interceptions. He led the nation in interceptions this year with 16. Only one other quarterback had 16 interceptions this year. Uh, I guess I think he played for Georgia Southern. So uh, there are pieces there the defense is going to return a lot of guys too so you know I, I i think when you look at the season as a whole was there improvement from year one to year two for jay norvell and his coaching staff yes there was i mean all you have to do is look at the wins was it the type of improvement that ram fans wanted to see from year one to year two 
probably not. A bowl game was was what I think Ram fans were hoping for. But, you know, you did beat Boise State for the first time ever. You did go 0-3 against your rivals. So there's work to do in the offseason. And next year will be a fascinating year because there are no do-overs. There's no gimmies. There's no uh, rope or leeway for this coaching staff and head coach Jay Norvell. Got to get it done next year. And when you say got to get it done, talking seven wins, eight wins, you better beat a rival next year as well. Brian Rothfuss of CSU Rams with us today on the Team Sports Network. Uh, Mountain West Conference released the All-Conference Awards and uh, Rams defensive end Muhammad uh, Kamara, the uh, conference's defensive player of the year. What a, what a year that he had. Uh, season he had 13 sacks, 17 tackles for loss. He's the third Ram uh, to win the Mountain West Conference Defensive Player of the Year award. Uh, uh, Mo Kamara had a, an incredible season for that Rams defense. He was outstanding all season long, and you knew going into the year that he was going to have to be the guy on that defensive line, and he certainly was, did not disappoint. And I just had a feeling like he was going to be poised for a big year, A, because he's really good, but, but B, just talking to him in the fall and just his mindset and attitude because he thought about declaring for the NFL draft last year, decided he could use just one more year of a little polishing at CSU, and, and just his mindset and his mentality when talking with him on several occasions in August, he just got the sense that that dude was dialed in. And I'm telling you, he got double-teamed every single time, seemingly, that he was coming off the edge in a passing situation, and he still rolls his way to 13 sacks. He was absolutely phenomenal. That'll be a major hole for the Rams to fill going on into uh, next year. And the rest of the first-team selections, uh, Torrey Horton had the 186-yard game against Hawaii, had a f- phenomenal season, Dallin Hulker, and uh, defensive back Jack Howell, all first-team selections for CSU. Brian Roth voiced the Rams with us today on the Team Sports Network. And then tonight, the 20th-ranked Colorado State Rams taking on Colorado Moby Arena for Collins. The game is sold out. And it's the first time ever, Brian, that the Rams will be the ranked team in this matchup. The 131st meeting between the two. It's going to be a an electric uh, environment tonight at Moby between uh, two really good basketball teams. Oh, without question, it's going to be a fantastic basketball atmosphere tonight. It's first time Rams ever been ranked in this uh, in this longstanding rivalry, and you know Colorado have only been ranked in, twice in games where these two teams have played. They were ranked 24th back in. Uh, 2019, and I think the last time they were ranked previous to that was like 1960. So it's a rare occurrence that either one of these two teams is ranked when the two teams match up head-to-head. But, you know, listen, CSU is off to a great start. And what they did in Kansas City last week, the Hall of Fame Classic, was impressive. They went out there and beat Boston College in the first round and set up a date with number eight, Creighton. And I think most of the Ram fans are thinking, okay, you're going up against the Creighton team that, uh, again, made a run last season to the Elite Eight, that returns just about everybody, uh, that has an All-American at point guard, has a seven-footer that's as skilled as any seven-footer in the nation. So you, know, you go out there, you play them tough on a neutral court. You know, play them within three, four, five, six points, and you take that. Certainly a win is what you're all hoping for, but then to go out and win by 20 plus points, I mean, I don't know if any Ram fan expected that to happen, but that's exactly what happened. And Colorado State's defense was incredible in that contest. Uh, They just completely shut down one of the highest-flying, most potent offenses in the entire nation. And it was a marquee win. Now, 
you got to continue it and, and keep it going. And obviously, there's going to be a lot of energy in the building coming up tonight against a, a very good Colorado team that was in the top 25 last week. Yeah, one point number 18 before they suffered their first loss of the season and dropped out of the, the top 25. And and for Colorado State, guy we've talked about a lot, uh, Isaiah Stevens uh, off to a great start, almost 17.5 points per game. But when you look at uh, CU, Tristan De Silva and K.J. Simpson are, are, are the two guys you really have to, to, to keep an eye on if you're, a, if you're CSU and trying to get a win in this game on uh, tonight over at Moby Arena. Simpson's had a great start. He's averaging 18 points a game for Tad Boyle. Well, he was uh, an absolute killer last year with Colorado State. I mean, both of those guys were. I mean, Simpson went for 27 in the game last year against CSU, knocked down five of eight from downtown. And Simpson, while he's a high-volume shooter and likes to shoot the three, is not a great three-point shooter. I think he's sub-30% in his career at Colorado. But, whew, he was making everything against the Rams and doing everything against the Rams last year. And, obviously, this is a much different Colorado State team. You know, Isaiah Stevens, I think that was his second game back uh, in a Ram uniform last year after breaking his foot in October of last season. And so Stevens wasn't himself. And, of course, the roster looked a lot different. CSU has added a lot more pieces here this year. And make no doubt about it, Colorado State remembers what what happened to him in Boulder last year. Now, is that going to make any difference coming up tonight? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. But there's no question that the Ram team that got run out of the event center in Boulder last year that really got embarrassed. That's certainly going to be on their mind. And then, of course, you look at one of the stalwarts for Colorado State this year is Nee Clifford, who spent the last three years at the University of Colorado. And Clifford's been a great addition for CSU. So plenty of storylines heading into the contest tonight. It's going to be a ton of fun. 7 o'clock tip for that one tonight in Fort Collins. Uh, CSU, the 20th-ranked Rams, take on uh, the University of Colorado Buffaloes. Brian Roth with us today on the program. Before we let you go, Brian, a little, uh, oops, try that again. Take two. Pop quiz, little, little pop quiz question for you today. Uh, our, okay. Our buddy, the Buckeye Boy, went to see uh, Exodus last night. Not that that's a weird band name or anything, but we just we got in this conversation about weird band names. The weirdest band name you can think of. Would be what it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be your beloved widespread panic because I think that's a phenomenal name for a band. By the way, it's not weird right. at all. It's a great name. Terrific name. Um, weird by String Cheese Incident. That's Colorado Godfather of rock in this state. Big Ed Todd <laughs> the Monsters. Right. I uh, mean, wait, where do you where do you come up with that? The String Cheese Incident. I forgot. There's. I, I used to remember the story of that. There's some story about where where they came up with that name. And some of those guys are from Telluride. They're from uh, just down the road, down Highway 50. So uh, there's a little bit of a Western right. Slope connection to that right. band. But yeah, there's there's some great story about that, but I can't remember what it is of, of why they picked that name. Uh, Connor McGahee uh, over at Altitude, the Avs, he said Foghat. He doesn't get Foghat. He thinks that's a weird name. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let me, I'm trying to think of some other ones for you here. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, how about the Big Woo? You heard of the Big Woo? I've heard of the Big Woo, yes. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know where the Big Big Woo comes from. I'm just trying to think of folks that I know. Umphreys McGee is what I Which is a great to, band. Right? Which, which they, do you like Umphreys McGee? Because I think they're fun. I think it's a great jam band. I think they're fun. Yeah, they, they, they are a good jam band. You ever heard their, um, um, their like mashup thing of Beck's Loser 
and uh, in the air tonight from Phil Collins. Oh, geez. Check oh. that out. You will you will like it. You'll appreciate it. Being a a fan of the the jam band fair, uh, the the way they mix those two songs together is really cool. It's really good. Right. Yeah. And so there, and there's a bunch of I mean, my morning jacket. Right. There's any uh, yeah. Dave out there. It's a leftover salmon. Right. I'm like trying to think of other bands. Just like just bad names. Just. Yeah, it's terrible, terrible. <laughs> They're names. bad until they become good. I mentioned I mentioned the one that I remember from college. They were like a punk band, and they were called Scraping Feces Off the Wheel. <laughs> that's yeah, a, I don't know how good you can get to make that. Uh, I just don't know. Name or a, a name that fits. <laughs> I just don't see them on any of the late night shows. Jimmy Fallon, ladies and gentlemen, Scraping Feces Off the Wheel. I just I don't I don't think that's probably going to happen. Insane clown posse. Yeah. Uh, I am not a fan of theirs, I, but I, I know they're big and they have a cult following. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's but, an interesting group of people that yeah. like insane clown posse. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> the Juggalos. Right. Yeah, yeah, the Juggalos. Thank, yeah, thank you, Cake, for bringing us You're welcome. reference from, from a few decades ago. That's what I'm here for. Uh, all right. Well, Brian, have a great call tonight, my friend. Thanks for coming on today. Okay, guys. Appreciate it. All right, take care. You can also catch Brian tonight on the Varsity app, by the way. We will have...